and welcome to episode nine of Anne Steve Talk Software. Myself, Anne Blake, uh, artist type person, and Stephen Kinsler, economics type person, talk stuff. Stephen, how are you doing? Do, do, are there are there different types of people like that? You know, or, you, you know, you can sort of sort them like you know Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. There's sort of a hat, and it goes economics person, and then there's another one that goes not an economics person, artistic person, and then there's another person that goes, you know, you shall be. Actually, there is there is a version of the Sorting Hat. But and, oh, yeah? and do you remember that we all did these aptitude tests when we were like 14, 15, 16? Yeah. Right? That is, that is the boring bureaucratic version of the Sorting Hat. And I remember mine very clearly. Yeah. Because it said, it said, okay, you're numerically very good. You've got mm-hmm. a great vocabulary. So you should either be a journalist or a social scientist. But whatever you do, under no circumstances, do architecture, technical drawing, or anything like that, because you have the spatial memory of a brick. Okay. I was like, cool. And you know what? Absolutely correct. Because I get lost in buildings that I work in. I'm a disaster. I have no sense of space or anything. I, 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 I no directional things. And yeah, I, I don't know. So, so maybe there is a kind of a, a sort. Well, I remember of... those. Well, when I say I remember, I remember doing the aptitude test, um, and I I don't remember what it told me. I had very little interest in it. I just remember looking at complicated shapes in two dimensional on the page, yeah. and then on the next page was a bunch of three dimensional shapes, yeah. and they were like, which one is the flat shape in a three-dimensional form and my my eyes started to bleed and I was like why am I doing this test I obviously can't and I feel like I feel like I've never gone I've never gone to school because I'm looking at this thing and it's like you know kind of taste that dinner with your elbow it's like I what are you asking me to do I don't understand so yes I don't remember what it told me to do but uh that's I I too tasted I too tasted the dinner of shapes with my elbow fair play (laughs) that is true I was like "Mm, no no it is it's funny actually you talk about what is you know sorting people out and I do think we absolutely have skills in that but what uh, considering our current climate <laughs> that mm. we're all living in, the hashtag apocalypse, um, I think the idea that creativity is limited to any group of people is not true at all. And people are proving that by making remarkable pieces of work yeah. online, videos and, and, and short movies, and are just setting up things in their house for their kids to play with. And mm-hmm. the there's i'm pretty sure i we made this quote before um it's it's a quote probably from a lot of people but i heard a blind boy say it and he said that idea that uh, somebody asking an artist when did you start drawing and he said well when did you stop because from yeah. the age from a really young age we play we're creative yeah. that's how we learn we learn through creativity and then yeah. suddenly it becomes you're a creative person or you're a you know yeah and uh, which kind of brings us to an angle we were going to look at today. Mm. And it's like the economics of arts. Yeah. And is that actually a thing? Yep. So, um, we, so the first thing we have to do is ask a question, right? Yes. Why are diamonds expensive and why is water free? Okay. Right. Think about water. 
if you don't have water, you're dead, right? Yeah. If you don't have diamonds, so what? Diamonds are functionally useless. They're helpful for cutting things, but they're 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 for all practical purposes completely useless, and they're very expensive, right? Yeah. And water, if you don't have it, you're dead, right? Um, yes. Why is water free, or almost free, and why are diamonds so expensive? Why do you think that's that? That's a fantastic. Well, it's it's a projection, is it? The it's what we put a value on. Yeah, yeah. So so it, it immediately comes down to value, right? Okay. One is scarce, yeah. and uh, the other is not scarce, right? And mm -hmm. the, I can remember watching the late late show when somebody started talking about bottled water and it's actually an amazing uh clip keen if you if you can find it it's well worth reading out so it's it's gay burn talking to the guy who's bringing perrier water into ireland and gay burn's going and people would pay for water in a bottle and the guys are going yep yep they would he's like why? It's just water. And he's like, no, no, this is great water. It's French water. It's amazing water. And the guys go, that's ridiculous. And of course, now everyone buys bottles of water. It's, it's a whole thing, right? So I actually remember watching yeah. that episode live. Yeah, it's, it was just, it's class. Right? It's a yeah. really, really interesting episode because Gay Burns going, he's saying, you want to take water and make it diamonds, yeah. right? You want to take a thing that's basically free and turn it into something that is scarce, right? Yeah. Now think about think about the what think about the the crisis, right? So we're is this week three or week four of the kind of all things shall stop? For oh of lockdown. The lockdown. I think it's week three, two. I, week two of lockdown. Week four of quarantine. Week two of lockdown. Week four of quarantine. So that's when we're recording. So it's Thursday, the the, the ninth. The ninth, Thursday, the 9th of April is the time of recording. Thank you. Cool. So, um, uh, what we're realizing is lots of the people who do kind of caring jobs, and those those jobs where we typically expect just it to be done. Yeah. You know, they're turning out to be the most valuable people, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They are water. Okay. And the people that we previously thought were diamonds. Yeah, the hedge fund traders and so forth, people who are in loads and loads of money. Yeah. We, we realized we don't really, you know, if those guys stay home for a week, hmm. you grant, right? Yeah. But it's, yeah. It's a really, really interesting moment because what it's doing is it's a bit like the, the tide has gone out and now yeah. we can see, you know, the structure of the land or yeah. who's, ha who's wearing pants or not, you know, that thing. <laughs> But not me. Not me. No pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out the no pants thing turns out to be, you know, maybe the whole story of the uh, uh, re recession, or maybe the, the, the not the recession, the um, the uh, the stock, the stocks in, in shares yeah. and belts are going to plummet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're all going to realize that pants, we didn't really need them. Optional. Uh, so, so what's very interesting is in this moment people have realized that there's massive creativity and it comes from just having more free time, being a bit mm. bored and just going, all oh, right, okay. So uh, my son is in a Snapchat group uh, with all of his friends and they're all just doing trick shots, 
right? So just the same, repeating the same shot over the back, you know, throwing a ball over the back of your, uh, 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 over your shoulder and it bounces off three walls and lands in a bucket, you know, oh, okay. like kind of thing, right? Just, right, yes. just endlessly doing the same thing. And, and, and of course they only send each other the one that works. Of course. And looks awesome. Do you get me? Yes. So, so that kind of like creativity is coming up. Uh, but for professional artists, okay, mm-hmm. what's happened is that their main source of income, if they're not being Patreon, uh, so if, they're not, if, they're, if they're doing something that requires that they be face-to-face with people, yeah. an event. Yeah. So, so much art is created by just a moment, people being in the moment together, um, that that can't happen right mm-hmm. or at least in the older version it can't happen and uh the government has put in in place some uh policies to to uh alleviate the plight of artists mm-hmm. but um i gather and that they are not uh they're not all that they're cracked up to be well it's do you know it's it's a it's a funny thing because i have a an issue with the the, the shaky fisty angry whiny artist uh, trope you know that the only time people seem to, to notice artists as a group who when they're not making stuff is when they're complaining about something um and i think it's maybe just um hospital consultants feel the same way by the way okay well then i, I don't feel so bad <laughs> but yeah that um basically the now i understand at the time recording uh this might there might be developments on this, but it, there was a scheme rolled out um, last week where the government said they were going to put up an, uh, a stimulus of one million euro uh, in partnership with Facebook to uh, offer grants for people to stream their work online. And I, like I think it's called Ireland, Ireland Performs or something now. I know I'm not being very clear or, or precise in this, but ultimately is you could apply for amounts of about 1,000 to 3,000 euro. Um, and it wasn't particularly welcome uh, for a number of reasons. Um, when you talk about type, types of things that... that the, the work I make is is live, so it's like I, I work in, in theatre and music. And music obviously can be pre-recorded and put on Spotify and things like that, or online. Uh, or you can do a, a live stream gig, but ultimately the magic is in in, in this, it, as you said, it's a moment. It, it's 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 people. Yeah. Um, but if you are a a visual artist, um, how putting your work online? You, you know what, what does that mean if you were a person who a stage manager who is working full-time in the arts how do you work on how do you get access to this money if your job is to be in a theater at a time making sure everything backstage is going the way it's meant to go yeah, exactly. and what i suppose when you talk about the arts it's such a, a blanket term but you're talking about music theater visual arts dance literature um film you know like it's not just one thing mm-hmm. and so there was a feeling that well who can apply for this and the other thing was if you were granted it um you would not be eligible for the covid payment that is keeping a lot of people are above the breadline and, that. and mm-hmm. it's a great payment like it's a that's initiative 
<laughs> it has been welcomed uh, by all sectors. Yeah. So there's, and then it's the partnership with Facebook, I suppose, was a little bit uncomfortable as well. Why, you know, mm. if you're going to be able to put, if a corporation are getting involved, um, then one million euro in partnership with the government suddenly seems like pittance, do you know? Mm -hmm. To stimulate an entire industry, not even an entire industry, you know, six or seven branches of an umbrella term yeah. for a whole bunch of industries, do you know? Yeah. So that's what happened. And mm -hmm. there has been, I've seen in online, I've seen a lot of responses and unhappiness with that. Yeah. So I suppose it's understanding yeah, it's it's how uh what what is the solution, but also what does this solution say, this offer yeah. say yeah. to people yeah. to the yeah. industries? Um so, so there's a lot there, right? So the, the mm. first the first thing is the first thing is why would it replace the previous COVID payment? Right. That's that's just one thing, because presumably mm -hmm. people are going to put on a gig. They're going to put on a, a, on a, on a session. They're going to produce a piece of art, but it's mm -hmm. going to be one thing. Right. Um, uh, it's it, it's going to be one thing. Right. And, and you know, and, and like it's not a, a million euros. I, I think it's a hundred thousand euros. Uh, and so it's so it's so it's so it's quite a small amount. Um, yeah. for everyone so the idea that you would you would qualify for this thing and it would replace the entire payment seems a, uh, seems a little difficult the other uh, major thing is of course that you're only talking about a tiny proportion of the people who work in the industry right? yeah so yeah yeah really supporting like you said the stage manager stage manager mm -hmm. isn't supported at all in this particular um mm -hmm. space so the 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 it, it strikes me that as a designed policy it has at least three failures right the first is the scope of it so when you design a policy you really have three questions right so so what is the scope of it how big is the bloody thing right the yeah. second question is who qualifies and what and, and how do they get the money like physically how do you get it so you need yeah. to think about how yeah. everyone gets it so for example with the um with the employer uh, uh with the employer's wage subsidy the way they yeah. get it is through the paye system which is a real-time system so if the yeah. prices had happened two years ago right that system wasn't there it's a software system that was installed after the crisis but it was actually only brought online january of last year so oh the prices wow. that happened in 2018 the system literally would the plumbing wouldn't have been there able there to do it right and that's because the pay system is is very good for one type of firm but isn't good for all types of firms you can't you can't do both you can only mm -hmm. you can you can reverse the pay system and give money to the employers but you can't do that for the self-employed because they typically don't go through the pay system right yeah so it's it's so it's it's interesting to see the policy so in particular with the artist policy how do you get it to people so people are like oh do i apply to facebook is that how that works you know yeah it's quite messy so that's so the scope the scale the plumbing and then the third kind of issue with it is like you said that kind of like mm, a corporation so it's not quite the state so it's quite a yeah. different thing right it's a pandemic state needs to get involved yep. similarly uh today an announcement was made by trinity college dublin that they're partnering with aib to produce a covid 19 research group aib was going to give trinity college 2.4 million euros in order to come up with this 
vaccine. Now, 2.4 million euros sounds like a lot of money, and it, like mm. it is in fairness, but uh, it doesn't really go very far for research purposes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a postdoctoral fellow, for example, um, the gross cost of a postdoctoral fellow for two years is about 140,000 euros, right? Right. So two and a half million is only 20 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and, yeah. and there's a lot of, there's a lot of other stuff that goes along with those, mm-hmm. with those, uh, with that kind of effort. You know, people yeah. get seconded, they get moved around. There's lots of, you know, the the the, the actual increment is 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 difficult to do. That's not a bad thing. You have to welcome yeah. it. But the point is, um, there you have one part of the the state interacting with, like another part of the state, because AIB is ninety nine percent owned by the state, right? Yeah, yeah. Trinity College is yeah. kind of a part of the state as well. They're both functionally independent but really mostly paid for by the state so it's interesting yeah. to see um how these things interact um mm-hmm. uh, at the same time i i wonder um you know kind of innovation grants and this kind of thing you can compare it uh, there's a, a website online called fastgrants.org mm-hmm. and it's set up by the collison brothers who uh, run stripe and are from limerick and, and oh yeah uh, yeah all that and they've made, uh, I forget how much money, but it's a fair bit more than 2.4 million uh, available for grants. And they will give you a, an answer. Uh, it, uh, I think they want to only fund biomedical sciences, yeah. um, but they'll give you an answer in 48 hours. What? Literally, wow. bang. Send the money uh, to you, job done. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and this is in response to the crisis. This is to yeah, yeah, yeah. So, try and get a vaccine. So, so there. So compare the difference. So, so that's totally private, right? So the the the, the um, Stripe guys, and there's a couple of other people involved, but it's basically Stripe guys. They're uh, they're they're there's no state involved there at all. They're saying we're rich. There's money done, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then on the other side, on the other side, you have the state, that continuum there, the state, you know, uh, saying yeah. we're going to take some taxes and some borrowings and send it all off to all the people, right? Yeah. And then in the middle. You have the state partnering with other institutions. Yeah. And in, in there, there's a lot, there's a gray area, right? Mm-hmm. There's a gray area. And I think it's that grayness, I think, and the, the kind of the murkiness of it that uh, artists maybe have reacted to, right? Sure. Um, and I think it's because artists produce public goods. Yeah. So, the, so a private good is like a Mars bar. You know, yeah. you eat the Mars bar. And unless you were doing something really funny, I can't eat that Mars bar, right? Yes. Your Mars bar. It's a private good. You absorb all of the good from it. There are also <laughs> private bads, by the way. When we talk about yes. goods, there are bads as okay. well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are public goods. So a public good is characterized by, uh, a public good is characterized by uh, the fact that when, you, when I consume it, you, you, you can also consume it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that yeah. matters. So, uh, for example, for example, uh, streetlights. Okay. Yeah. So we walk underneath the streetlight. I walk underneath the streetlight. Happy days. Okay. No yes. words. Um, uh, and then you can walk underneath the streetlight. Now the problem is, I can't stop you from doing that. I can't stop you from walking underneath the streetlight. So I can't charge a price for it. Yeah. I, I can charge a price for the Mars bar. Yeah, which yeah. means I have every I have every incentive to produce the Mars bar. Yeah, but I can't produce the streetlight because I can't stop light. you from going. Can you imagine how cool it would be, right? If you walked 
underneath the street ladder. I was like, no, 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 Jan, stop. Stop there now. Stop there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You owe me a euro. It's like, what? No, no, you owe me a euro. Why? Because that's my street light. You were like, yeah. They're photons, dude. They're like, no, 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 it's my street light. Yeah. 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 And pandemic care. It's a public good, right? The fact that yeah. you are not infectious means that I am not infectious. Yes. You know, um, similarly, yeah. a, a, a beautiful garden or a piece of art. You walk past it and you, you, I get the benefit from the beauty and so do you. Yeah. Yeah. So artists produce public goods, right? Artists produce public goods. Mm. And uh, what's really, really important about that is that as they produce those public goods, we need to find some way to pay them to do it. Yeah. yeah. And respect them because they produce these things. Like the, the state basically markets itself as the land of saints and scholars. Yeah. And, and I suppose and what's, been, what's been shown has people have turned to, obviously, as I said earlier, the creativity that's come out of it, mm-hmm. but also the, the turning to people are consuming a lot of art because for, for, um, they need to. Um, I, this is a, a thing I, I wanted to ask you about because I know you worked on um, the 2020 bid for, for mm. a number of years ago. Kind of not that sad we don't have it, to be honest, considering what they're having to deal with the pandemic in the middle of it, you know. Um, yeah. But, uh, and this is always an, an issue is, uh, uh, and so what you've just said is, is, is putting a value on something. Mm. Um, and for example, uh, if someone here is, say, for example, a theater show, a theater show like last year, Bread Not Profits, a big spectacle theater show in Limerick for the centenary of the Limerick Soviet. So mm-hmm. that was 1919, this was 2019. I can't remember the exact figure, it was around 120,000 euro was allocated, more was thing. And there was talk of why did it cost that much and that. But I suppose really? economically, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Economically, okay. if you're to run a company and employ 25 people for five mm. weeks and build, I mean, an entire, I don't know if you saw it, but yeah. an entire, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so a whole bunch of rooms were turned into yeah. another world. Um, you know, if you're to pay a bunch of people for five weeks, and and build a load of stuff and sure. and administrate that stuff the the people coming and going um that money doesn't sound that crazy and then when mm. you get most of that money is going into accommodation it's yeah. going into lunches it's going into yeah. uh hotels yeah accommodation it's mm-hmm. going into pubs it's going in like artists don't uh, have offshore accounts Pretty much, if you give 120 <laughs> grand to a, a, a show Speaking in America, like that said, is no artist ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty much yeah. 120 grand going straight into the local economy. Like all right. the city can go, like okay, this money is going yeah. straight into our pockets. Yet it's often right. framed as we're spending all, we're burning all this money on this production. Well, how could it cost this much? You know, how could Granny cost this much? And you're like, and this is what I want to talk. And we're actually quite low on time. But is there a way of economically measuring? There is. There are okay. many ways. There are many ways. Right. So the the first thing is the first thing is uh, you measure. You you typically measure uh, three ways: inputs, processes, outputs. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
the input is all of your time and your expertise and uh, and and the materials that go in there. The yeah. process is how many of the events are run, and then the outputs. So what what are, did people talk about them? Did they did they go off and 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 say, oh, and we must have uh, the granny in our in our uh, uh, city and so on and so forth. So there's loads of ways of evaluating the the benefit to the local economy or the local community, and um, but they're all very short run. Right, they're yeah. all you know. This was worth a million euros in the first year or whatever. Um, the reality of the situation is that uh, the granny, which is this, the kind of big event um, that sort of changed the structure of the the psychic geography of Limerick for many, many people, me included, um, and will live in the memories of all the kids who saw it until they're mm -hmm. old, until they're grannies, right? Yeah. The real value of it is in the long run, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think Joyce wrote that he, you know, his his book was so, Ulysses was so complicated it would keep the scholars busy for generations, and I think that's exactly true, right? Mm -hmm. I think that, that's exactly true. There's a kind of a longer run thing to it, but um, that was actually my job for the uh, for the Limerick um, the, for the Limerick bid was coming mm. up with an evaluation methodology and sort of convincing the the, the people that, uh, that that we could evaluate it in an innovative way. What's interesting mm. is that the Galway people took the Limerick evaluation, um, which is interesting. Um, so After, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we kind of just shared it with them. We're like, there you go, just take oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. why not? You know, uh, why not? And uh, what, what's, what's, what's also interesting is that uh, great art tends to have uh, no value up until it has all the value, which is maybe something we can return to in a later podcast, which is why why particularly are very old dead artists uh, having their paintings bought and sold for tens or even hundreds of millions of euros? Um, yeah. And why, what does that, how does that relate to the structure of international taxation? Yeah. That's a whole yeah. other podcast by the sounds of it. A whole other podcast. <laughs> Absolutely fascinating. I tell you, yeah. the, the amount of money that's involved is shocking. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Some of the art's not that good. And the truth about it is, it's not actually about the art. Okay. And we will definitely, definitely get back to that. I, I think it's just, um, <clears throat> I suppose we're at this time when everything is under a microscope, including all our lives and everything is just so hyper. Yeah. Uh, and it, oh, if, if your kid is like drawing or, or into something, music or drama, and the amount of times people are like, oh, you want to get him, or want to get her into something that'll make her money or whatever. But if you see a kid kicking a football around, you would never go, God, you wouldn't want them you need to get them into something that like, yeah. like people recognize the importance of sport is good for your soul is good mm. for your development. Um, yet there is this idea of, well, you're going to be a poor artist if you, if you grow up. And the thing is you need the non-professional sports. You need that creativity. That's just for its own sake. But then yeah. you also do need the athletes and you do need the mm -hmm. professionals to make, you know, the impressive stuff, the, you, the stuff you can sit down on your couch and go, <laughs> well, 
yeah. yeah, I'm sure if I'd done loads of training, I could, you know, jump over that pole vault or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you say drinking wine and eating pizza, going, yes, God, you know, I, I can exactly. really, if I really wanted to run that fast, I could totally run that fast. You know? <laughs> well, saying, seem... We're basically just different, you know, two roads diverged and I took the, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we, we, we better, we better go because our, our, our screens are flashing. Lovely to chat to you. Loves the family. Mind yourself. Mind Stay yourself. safe. And, and we'll, we'll talk again next week. Take care. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, a Limerick Post podcast produced by Kean Reinhardt, theme tune composed and performed by David Blake. Follow Stephen Kinsler on Twitter at Stephen Kinsler. He's a Stephen with a PH. Anne Blake at Anne Blake 78 She is an Anne with no E. And the Limerick Post at... Limerick Post. If you have any questions, you can get to any of these Twitter accounts or follow the hashtag and Steve Talk.